A major problem in our lives today as Christians is a failure to pray. Things happen during the day, and before we know it, we're swept away. Sometimes we think back, did I even pray about this? And we can't remember. That constant connection to God is critical. It's a way of life for us. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. My cousin's husband died, and she told me how much trouble she was having every evening. She said she did pretty well during the day, but in the evenings it was so difficult for her. I said, when you start feeling that sorrow in the evenings, if you will just turn to God every time you feel that and say, please help me get through this evening. Please fill my evening with good things. Please help me. If you will do that, you'll be helped. The next time she wrote to me, she said exactly the same thing, how much trouble she was having in the evening. This cousin has is 96 years old. She has been a Church of Christ member since birth, really. She was taken there to Church of Christ from the time she was born, but she can't apply the Word of God in an effective way. This is a pitiful thing, but I've seen it many times where Christians are very worried and concerned and downbeaten. That should not be the case with us. The primary thing causing this is a lack of prayer on the specific items. Building that trust in God that he will help you. Whatever your problem is during the day, pray over it. He'll help you. All you have to do is say, God, please help me. I feel a little tired or I feel a little bit down. Please show me what's wrong. How did this happen? Things gain entrance into our lives without our knowing it. If you have an appointment scheduled on your calendar and you really dread that appointment, somehow... Something's wrong. Take it to God in prayer. Say, do I need to change this appointment? Do I need to get free from this appointment? What should I do? Please help me to see what to do. Don't just live with the bad appointment. Don't just grit your teeth and bear it. God's way is easy. God's yoke is light. Somehow, 
you have yoked yourself to something that is not of God or you are going about it the wrong way. When we have dental appointments, don't each of us pray over that? I certainly do. I'll pray that God will help me, that it won't be painful. I pray many things over dental appointments. But if you just have a little dread, stop and pray. There is a way of escape for you. Either God will change your heart completely so you don't dread it, or he may have you change the appointment. He may even have you free yourself from that person that you dread so much. I've had that happen many times. Many times I've changed doctors. There was just something wrong about that doctor that made me nervous, that I did not feel comfortable about. And after prayer, I've changed the doctors. Don't just keep doing something that you dread doing. Pray and get it restructured with God, and then you will be in peace. Sometimes there is a little pride in us which makes us think we don't need to pray, that we know how to handle this. But God knows the future. We don't know the future. God knows what's coming. And he will lead us in a way that takes care of some of those future problems, that we could avoid them if we go in the way of God. So it's very important to pray and ask God what to do. You might have something arise and your first instinct will be to panic, and your second will be to ask a human being what to do, or to run an idea past your husband, your wife, your neighbor, your best friend, maybe even your pastor. But you must always remember, they do not know the future, and God does. I have a friend who told me this story, and it's a very vivid story. Their son-in-law came to discuss starting a business. He had an idea for a business. He came to Wynette and Jerry to ask them what they thought about it. He presented his idea, and Jerry, a businessman, said, well, that won't work. People won't use that. So he didn't do it. The idea he had was setting up storage buildings where people would rent spaces to store items when they were moving or when they had excess items. Wynette said, we made such a mistake in what we told our son-in-law, because it became a booming business. Had he gone to God with that idea and let it be established, it might have been turned out totally different. 
beware. Beware. You could be going the totally wrong way by asking other people what they think about your ideas. Let God establish them. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. The primary thing this scripture shows me is pray and let him establish your thoughts. Let him direct your paths. You may think, well, I don't know how he can do that. He can. How did God create the heaven and earth? Well, none of us can really tell you except by his word he did. If he can create the heaven and earth, surely he can communicate with us. In all thy ways acknowledge him. Pray, asking God, should I do this? Would this work? Is this something you'd want me to do? Then let him establish it. In 1980, I was on radio from coast to coast. God put me on radio. He put me on radio by what I think was an angel speaking to me. It was, I was asleep in the night. It was a very loud trumpet-like sound, which blew three words into my ear while I was sleeping. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I jumped out of bed and wrote KWJS on a notepad. I didn't want to get that mixed up. It seemed obvious to me that those were call letters to either radio or television. I found out it was a radio station. So I said to God, are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. And I said to him, I am a writer not a speaker. A very gentle thought came into my mind, call the radio station manager. I knew that was the Holy Spirit. That same morning, I called the radio station manager and I said, I, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? The station manager said, make an audition tape, 29 and a half minutes long and send it to us. And if you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract. Within five days, I was on radio, KWJS, exhorting the church. By the end of a year, I was on radio from cities from Hartford, Connecticut, to Seattle, Washington, all the way across the United States, just exactly like the sound, the words I heard January 10th, 1980, said, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. That was the way God was sending me. 
in 2020, I began having a desire to go back on radio. I prayed about that desire. I wanted to go on radio in the city where I currently live and then maybe have meetings once a month at the local library, something like that. I prayed about it. Now, let your way be established. I'm 82 years old. I thought, well, maybe my voice is not good enough anymore for me to do this. Then I had the thought, I don't know if I can hold out to this or not. So I asked God these questions. What do you want? I didn't go around and ask people. I asked God, establish my way. Show me what you want. A few days later, I was talking to a young man. And when I finished talking to him, I just felt so tired. I thought, I don't believe I could hold up to having meetings anymore. So I thought, well, maybe my idea of going back on radio was silly. See, let your way be established. Sometimes the facts of the situation will make themselves known, and you'll see, yes, this is feasible, no, this isn't feasible. But let God establish it. A few days later, Pam Paget, who does all of my technical work for the books we publish on Amazon, Pam Paget confessed to me that a couple of days earlier she had had a word from God come to her. She had awakened in the morning with the word podcast. I didn't know what a podcast was. Pam had a vague idea of what a podcast was. Pam has is a retired computer programmer from FedEx, so she has a lot of experience with Internet. I do not. Pam spoke to me about the word she had heard, and I said, well, you better look into that. I'm the one who would be doing the podcast broadcasts. It turned out that the way God was sending me was podcast, not radio, podcast. It worked so much better for me, and yet it was something I didn't even know existed. It's sort of like when we started the blog. I didn't know that existed. Well, I actually had seen it in a movie, Julie and Julia, of Julia Childs, that movie. And when that young woman started typing daily things on what was called a blog on that movie, oh, I thought that would be wonderful to do. But I thought, well, but I don't have anything to say, which was, of course, ridiculous. I have all this Bible. And I've been on radio as a minister. So, of course, I had a lot to say, but I missed the whole thing. Later, God gave me a dream in, in 20, oh, when was it, 2012? He gave me a dream to show me to start a blog. 
And we did, and within three days, we had our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations, up and running. And I've been writing ever since, and we've had almost a million page viewers on our blog. Well, our most recent word was 2020, January 2020, when God gave Pam the word podcast. It fit my desire to do radio but it is so much better than radio because radio is extremely expensive. Plus, you have to time the broadcast. There's so much pressure on it. It's much easier to do what we're doing now, the podcast. So learn, make a practice of praying over your ideas and let God establish the way give him time to work through it with you we need the time God doesn't need the time we need the time he said a word to me once one step at a time one step at a time it is enough let your ways be established by God after you take the idea to God or the concern to God He can reach you. Have faith that God can bring the way to your mind. Just remember, if he, our God created the heavens and the earth, he can certainly communicate with you and with me in a way that we can understand. In closing, let me just give you a way to tell whether or not the idea is from God. James 3.17 tells us how to know if that idea is from God. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. When I have an idea to do something, usually the first thing that I recognize is, is this easy to be entreated? If something is terribly complex, way beyond my ability to face it, that is not easy to be entreated. And I have a feeling then it's an idea that is not of God. If it's very hard to do and extremely expensive and very complex, I look for another way to accomplish that purpose because I do not believe it's an idea from God when it has those characteristics. That's how I judge it. Every scripture that I have quoted today will be printed for you on our blog under podcast. You can go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations, tap on podcast, this recording as well as every scripture that I've spoken will be on it so that you can see that scripture in black and white. It is so important for you to do that as you're making decisions and learning a way of life. 
whereby you are going to have success and overcome instead of being beaten down as the world is. This is Joan Boney speaking, and I do thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.